with that launch point of the quarterback. Wait. Tyler Algier. Well, that seems like that's definitely going to be included in our intro. Hello and welcome to the BT. My name is Pimo. I'm joined by Jerry in the junk man. We're coming to you live January 24th, 2023. First pot of 2023. Is that right? Or is my memory starting to deceive me? You know, I don't know, honestly. That's uh, We're going to have to have a producer get on that, but uh, I really do not know the answer to that question. So it's been a hell of a year, and we're uh, really, uh, you know, well-organized podcast. December 22nd, 2022, I was right. Never second-guess yourself. First podcast of 2023. Guys, welcome to the new year. Same old NFL, new year for us, though. How's it going? How are things in life? How was New Year's? Jerry, looking at you. Yeah, it was it was a, a very good New Year's. Um, trying to think of what I did, but <laughs> I know I had a fun time. Went up sure. to yes, of course. That was just a leading question. Um, yeah, that was a great time. Great skiing, great hosts. Uh, shout out to Horn and Shannon. Big time. Those two big time listeners. I mean, all the sports in, in one uh, that they would want. So that was great. Actually, we were watching the Michigan game during that. I didn't plan to lead with the Michigan semifinal loss. But while we're here, we were watching that in a bar. That was one of the craziest college football games ever. Um, we probably had like around plus or minus 25 on the pitchers. Um, and it was great, especially because – the wonderful waitress only charged us for six. Mm. I remember that. Wow. Sure, like, I don't know where six came from, but great. <laughs> um, that game was nuts. Michigan blew that. Then Harbaugh gets all these NFL rumors, but now he's coming back to Michigan. Um, and I had a good time. A good time. Good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. How about you, Lee boy? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, I do remember now that on our last podcast before uh, the break, we were shitting on um, New Year's Eve football games. It actually was pretty sweet. Aside from the fact on the East Coast, the Ohio State kick was at 11.59. And I think a lot of people have this experience, and I don't mean to, to generalize, but like a lot of the – in our case, actually, though, we had – but a lot of like women at these, these New Year's parties were going like, we need to put on the ball, like turn on the ball drop, turn on the ball drop. And it was literally at midnight when he attempted the kick. So it kind of fucked up the New Year's. We actually ended up just staying up and celebrating Central Time New Year's, which was great. They had Shaggy um, and some other great musical guests that they would consider the B team of musical guests, but they were actually way better for me. Uh, I would way better see Shaggy than um, some other people. Although my, Miley Cyrus rocking New Year's Eve was pretty sick with Dolly Parton. Um, but yeah, I, was, I went up to uh, Canada um, I went skiing at uh, in Mont Tremblant and um, stopped in Montreal and we went to go get edibles because weed's legal in Canada. And we went in and asked for edibles and the guy was like, oh, we do not have uh, like gummies like you would have. We don't have gummy bears. And we were like, oh, and he's like, yeah, like they're too appealing for children. So we have something much less appetizing. And we were like, what do you have? And the guy was like, vegetables, uh, beets, carrots. And we were like, cauliflower. I was like, okay. So we got beets. We got weed beets. And then the whole week we were just munching on these like beet chips. They're actually delicious, but it was really just weed in beet form. And they got you high. And uh, it was it was a nice a nice time up in Canada. 
there's that new Vegas commercial where the dad's reading his son to sleep. And it, on the story, he's like, oh, and then in Vegas, you go over to Broccoli Land and you get cooled broccoli served on more broccoli. And there's a big broccoli fountain right at the hotel when you arrive. And the kid goes to bed and is like, dad, I don't think I want to go to Vegas anymore. And he's fist pumping. <laughs> that, I guess here, the Canada store took note. And they're just like, let's take all of the kids' least favorite things and infuse weed into it. What an idea. Yeah, it's pretty smart, actually. Yeah, I, good. I mean, I think that's just hilarious. I can't believe they actually <laughs> they just went with straight veg. Like they couldn't find something that was kind of in between. And I mean, fruit. What about like fruit? Or were they too worried that kids were going to be getting into the edible fruit that you're hiding? So I mean, just going straight to beets and like call. I feel like they skipped 15 steps there. You could have beef jerky, like other things that might be a little bit more appetizing than, you know, waking up hungover and deciding to go skiing and eating two beet chips or beet roots or whatever it was. Beet root yeah. Chip. I had, I had the same thought is like when like he said vegetables, I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like, and then when he said beets and cauliflower, I was like, Whoa, like not only they skipped like 15 like <laughs> foods, but like, I feel like they skipped vegetables. Like it was just so random. We didn't try the carrots, but I mean, it was just a really funny thing that, that that's, that's what they do up there. And what people down here just put like child lock openers on. And that seems to work. Yeah. Pretty well. <laughs> yeah. I think we're doing fine. But hey, can never be too safe. Yeah, especially with those weed gummies. Those will definitely get you. Well, I don't think anyone's going to ask about my New Year's, and that's okay. Because How was your New Year's, p <laughs> I spent New Year's at the Hess household. Shout out the Hess family. Um, watched the Georgia game with massive Bulldogs fan Matt Hess. So that was really fun. Probably was asleep, Lee, before you were up celebrating central new year's time <laughs> i guess you did new year's for me as well but it was nice and yeah great football games that day yeah ripped on that on our last podcast but a lot better than the national championship game which I oh felt man oh on this pod we are not a good sports podcast that was the worst football game ever played so that's the national championship game in a nutshell agreed that's our yeah I, I think i turned that one after the first quarter i was just like uh yeah this is michigan's fault Michigan's yeah. Michigan's fault. Michigan, Georgia would have been a much better game, but TCU. Also, though, Ohio State's fault. It could have been Ohio State TCU if he just made that fucking kick. That's true, too. And, and Ohio we... State not only missed the kick, they also blew a big lead, and then they could have gotten closer for the kick, too. It, I mean, I know they were trying, and they, they made some good plays, but they could have easily been in that game, and then who knows what happens. I think they might have won, which would have sucked, but you know, to see them win again... I don't know if the Horn Frogs could have even pulled that off because they got fucking smoked. So yeah, but yeah, Michigan fucked up and Ohio State yeah. fucked up too. Pathetic to say too, but you could say we were a handful of plays away from a Michigan Ohio State national title as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been, been epic. Yeah. Instead, we got TCU Georgia seventy four thousand to three. Yeah, in the yeah. first quarter. I think that's the worst championship game of my lifetime. Like, I can't think. The Notre Dame-Alabama game, I remember that really, really bad, too. But this that was bad. This was just kind of sad. Like, he just – they didn't belong on the same field. I knew people who went supporting TCU, and it's definitely fun to see what they posted on social media, how it was, you know, a lot of pregame stuff, and then that was kind of it. Um, I 
doubt people stayed the whole time. I, just bloody awful sporting event all the way around. Yeah. We've already yeah. talked too much about this, honestly. We've talked too much about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we move on to something else? Anything other than the NFL sports related that anyone wants to talk about? Maybe we'll structure the show a little differently today. What cool. more is there in life than the NFL? <laughs> um, okay. Nice. Oh, wait. I, I will. Okay. I have a, I have a hockey one. Uh, first Good. of all, I got the Bruins on, on my laptop right now. Uh, they're the best team in the league still, which is terrifying. Um, but, uh, this was just a, a funny thing I noticed, but that, um, there was a, like, they did like a pride night on the flyers the other night, shout out Pimo's Philadelphia flyers. And they have this Russian Christian guy, Ivan Provorov, who, uh, who decided to sit out the, the pride night and he wouldn't do, wouldn't wear the pride Jersey in the warmups. And, uh, first of all, a bunch of idiots like bought, like his Jersey, like sold out by a bunch of people, like, yeah, he's taking a stand MAGA, even though he's like a Russian conservative and then john tortorella like very famous hockey person the head coach of the flyers said like hey there's nothing wrong oh montreal just scored hey there's nothing wrong with what he's doing i'm not going to bench him he's just standing up for what he believes in but then like a bunch of people pulled his old quotes and like but whenever the kaepernick thing was happening tortorella said uh if any of my players ever like are sitting on the bench during the anthem they're sitting on the bench the whole fucking game <laughs> so it's just like he says he's just doing his, his what he believes in, but then it's very clear that he's probably aligned with this guy. And because you look oh, at his past, and that's actually not what he believes in letting people stand up for their beliefs. It's you better agree with his beliefs. So well, pretty funny we, little sad but funny uh, thing going on in, in the hockey world. Um, but for the most part, people are good. It's just a you know, couple couple dudes out there that, that make for some some funny social things. Well, it sounds like John Tortorello will let his players stand up for what they want, but won't let them sit down for what they want. So I think that might be where he draws the line. Is exactly. Yeah. If you want to stand up for what, you know, if they'd stood up for Kaepernick, he would have no issue with it. He'd be fine. It's actually, yeah, he's not actually, uh, it's got nothing to do with his social beliefs. It's actually just standing and sitting. Yeah. yeah. He's a I like big- that believer in standing too yeah he thinks people should do more we as a society standing yeah thinks it's right makes and he he makes his daughter stand while she pees uh which is actually pretty progressive it's challenging gender norms so that's pretty cool of him that is actually really cool I mean, talk about gender-neutral parenting. That John Tortorello has got that. John Tortorello, gender-neutral parenting are one and the same. He would love to read that headline. Yeah, I. It's a good thing we're so big, and this is totally going to yeah. get out there. He, he's going to love to see that. Absolutely, that could be what we mistake yeah. though is some buzz like that. Yeah, see if we can leak that to a major news source. Yeah, the B Team <laughs> podcast. Like, I'm sure something will be down with that. Oh my yeah. yeah, some some outlet picks this up, and we just see like a headline on something random, like like John Tortorello like makes his daughter stand while she pees, and like. Then it comes out, and I don't even know if he has a daughter. Like so that—that's how we'd know we'd made it. Yeah, that's no, what, yeah. That headline—that's the key. Yeah. Well, I think if we have any listeners who have contacts at major sports media outlets, please respond in the DM with their emails. Um, this could be our big break. So we read them all. We read them all. We do, and respond to most of them, or at least try to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's the rest of the sports world. 
Yeah, yeah, summer. I think that about summarizes yeah. it. And LeBron's going for another championship. That about summarize it? Yeah, he's back, huh? Yeah, is back, but I don't think the Lakers are going to win it, Jerry. Well, that's that's the world of NBA. That was our NBA talk. People are <laughs> saying that the Nuggets are the um, Bruins of the NBA. That's what some have said. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was hearing that the Celtics were the Bruins of the NBA. <laughs> How nice would a, a little Celtics, Nuggets, and Abs Bruins be, Lee? Because that would be amazing. The Abs not looking as no, Abs isn't looking as promising. No, but, no yeah, not at all, but, but that would be un- Jerry. How would you feel if it was both <laughs> of our teams versus both of our teams? <laughs> if that's what it takes for the Lions to win a playoff game, sign me up. Like, <laughs> I probably would actually yeah. generate that luck. That's okay. I will sacrifice all karma right now. It's been a shitty four years of, uh, well, four years, really 10 years of Detroit sports. So I'm all good to continue riding that. Although the wings are better, of course, until the Lions win a playoff game and win a Super Bowl. Shout out Bemis. Bemis had one of our, had that text saying like, he doesn't know if Minnesota, Minneapolis pro sports is ever going to win a championship in his life. And that was good perspective setting because I'm we've been pretty deprived since 08 wings. Uh, but at least we have that and the wings when I was you know younger. So yeah, I would say that's what happens. Happy with it. That's what and sports in Minnesota, though. Like they're just not gonna do well. Minnesota not only doesn't have one, but they have like that crazy loss record of the twins losing every time they go getting swept every time they go to the playoffs. The Wild make it every year, never get past the first round. Timberwolves have never done anything. Vikings have never done anything and had some pretty devastating losses, too. Yeah. So they might have it worse than you. Yeah, it's, we should get Bemis on to, uh, to discuss. Go through yeah. our plays. Yeah, the, the uh, Vikings bounty gate, that was incredible. Looking back on yeah. that game with oh. Favre, you're watching. like They're literally trying to kill Brett Favre. And then yeah. the champion it turns out they really were. And tu- <laughs> trying and tu- to take his head off. It turns out maybe he deserved it from stealing yeah. a million from welfare to <laughs> pay for his daughter's volleyball team. That game all came together, together, full circle there. Imagine being so selfish that you're like, oh, even though I already have a lot of money, I want some of this money to be redirected from welfare recipients to my daughter's volleyball team. Like, that's fucking insane. I, I don't think I could ever get there, no matter how rich I was, but probably, I guess. No, <laughs> I think it's okay that you couldn't get there. Yeah. That's, that's a whole new level of depraved, if you ask me. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> well, like, what did the volleyball team need, too? That, that, you know, what was the use of the money that was going to benefit the volleyball team? Yeah, they must have been fucking the had the nicest equipment and faci- whatever you need. What equipment do you need? A ball and a, and a net. Yeah, he like totally changed up his verb. If you were like farving it before, it was like you were a gunslinger, quarterback, making moves, throwing on the run, touchdowns. You got some picks mixed in there. Now it's stealing from different government agencies for your child's college sporting uh, arena. So and before that, it was and, sending dick pics. There was there's a three transition. Yeah. And he got involved in the copper sleeves for a little while there. Yeah, definitely a being a massive scam and giving. It's definitely a pawn. Like copper does not help your arthritis. <laughs> that's and, allegedly, um, allegedly copper fit. Do not. That's just allegedly. It's on some deep Reddit chats. No, 
necessarily proof on that, but right, it's not a good endorsement. That's a good call. We don't want to be taking a stance on the copper sleeves. Uh-uh. Big copper sleeve attorney, big copper sleeve. Okay, Brett Favre is saying it's he's worth a hundred million dollars. Why did he do all these sketchy things? That's just a <laughs> depraved person. Yeah, yeah, he's got some problems. So fucked up. He is. He is fucked up. <laughs> Taking money from welfare when you're worth a hundred million dollars, like that's yeah. This guy's a different level. Yeah, yeah, he's a crazy, crazy human being. The dick pics was early too. Like that was one of the first. It was him and Anthony Weiner that are kind of pioneers of the dick pic as a scandal. I feel yeah. like after them, it just kind of became accepted. Like this is no longer something that only a few weird people do. This is like we need to make this a crime somehow when it's being committed in that fashion, which I think most of the time it probably is. But it definitely know. helped for the PR that Anthony Weiner's name was Anthony Weiner. Like yeah, I mean, that was big. That's I mean, perfect. Couldn't have got any better. Yeah. For the media, that is. Yeah, and as members of the media, we should probably have our take on that being that the media got Anthony Weiner right as their spokesperson. Dick picks. That was a good call. Dick picks bad. I.e. Anthony Weiner's. Yep, we disavow. Disavow. We disavow Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Also crazy, he ended up his investigation into his dick pics is what opened up the whole. Comey investigation into Hillary's emails, which she released 12 days before the election, uh, which may have tilted just enough public opinion in Trump's favor in 2016. So Anthony Weiner's, again, that one dick pic, many dick pics he sent, actually, you could argue tilted the 2016 election, uh, which is also just insane. The butterfly effect. Another full circle. Just going full circle today. Wow. I never thought of that. Yeah. Nuts. Well, should we talk some football? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we should, probably should. I think this has honestly been one of our best intros. Um, <laughs> if you're a fan of the B team, this is what you look for in a sports podcast. For the past yeah. minutes, we've touched on all other sports, so now it's definitely time for NFL talk. Yeah, so, yeah, we can, you know, keep the sports talk light. You know, we we – we got our other bits, you know, I know where fans love our politics and our, our financials and, um, but just real quick, uh, we were pretty right on our really good teams when we did b- before the holidays, extremely right. I think we pretty much got the, the four, I know we had the bills, but, um, you know, we, we brought up all these teams, except we forgot the 49ers. So, uh, if we remembered them, we would have put them in instead of the bills and, we were on the Bengals train before the rest of the sports media was. So, you know, that was – and they fucking dominated the Bills. And they look unbelievable. And they're about to play a broken Patrick Mahomes and have a great chance of being right back in the Super Bowl. So we were we were early on that one too. Yeah, I was on the train early that the Bengals did not have it. I said that on our last podcast. I'll keep saying that because I was terribly wrong. They are really, really <laughs> – um, Joe Burrow is nasty. I think Tony Romo just got bored of that game. He j- 
just kind of stopped caring in the second half because he knew there was no way the Bills were beating this team. It just wasn't happening no matter how hard they tried. And so he kind of stopped caring, but he did say something that I thought was pretty smart about Joe Burrow kind of being a Peyton Manning where he just like just picks you apart. He's very, very good at just finding nice like 17 yard gains and just he's really, really accurate. Um, He's playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. And I honestly feel like they have the best chance to win the Super Bowl. I just, I think they're kind of putting it together. They were there last year. They look like they know what they're doing. And they, for the second year in a row, have really shown that they're a good football team. Pretty remarkable uh, to think that the Bengals, going into last, going into the beginning of last season, if you would have said they'd be going potentially here to two straight Super Bowls. And I agree. I think. They have the best shot to win, especially when they're facing down an injured Pat Mahomes, uh, whose injury is probably only going to get worse throughout the week. Um, yeah. They would have a real, probably the best opportunity to win, to go to two and then win a Super Bowl. It's just mind-boggling. Joe Burrow, what he's doing, uh, agreed Tony Romo had seemed to have, didn't have his best half of calling a game that second half. I think he was quite <laughs> disappointed in how it was starting to play out. Uh, we should have, people and I were watching together and we should have wrote down all the different Romoisms that had us scratching our heads. Um, but he's right about Burrow, man. It, he, I'll tell you what, I've been watching a lot of Dan Campbell videos too this week. <laughs> season. Um, tell you what, man, he is a, he absolutely looks like a young Peyton Manning. He's so methodic his drives are methodical and he's so calculated in every single throw that he seems to make. Uh, if he plays mistake free football and, and keeps capitalizing on a, a not, a, a not, a not very good offensive line. who's doing just enough granted to win games that defense too. Uh, the Bengals could, should win that Super Bowl. And I'm pretty pissed. I didn't put that future on them instead of the bills. I'm pissed. I didn't put the future on it because I, knew they're going to beat the bills and I was and I and that was already when Mahomes was injured so I should have put it together that once they beat the bills they're playing an injured Patrick Mahomes and that's where I'm a or I got to get better at gambling cuz I was like oh I bet the Bengals it was like a you know a small money line but like I could have put a future and had a great shot at it but I like what you were saying about like them going into last season you would never guess that they were going to go to back-to-back Super Bowls uh even going to the playoffs, they they barely beat the Raiders. Derek Carr was driving at the end of the fourth quarter in the playoff game last year. They got sacked 10 times against the Titans and barely beat them. And they went down like 17 against the Chiefs. So it's really incredible. And it's all it's all Joe Burrow. And he does have probably the best receivers in the NFL with Boyd, Higgins, and Chase, but like and uh Hayden Hurst, but like and Mixon. It's a great and even uh Samaga JP Ryan, that's He's good. He, they got a they got a good team, um, but we'll see how Mahomes looks because the Chiefs are obviously still an amazing team and he's incredible. But he does really need to run like scramble in the playoffs. So I don't know. It's going to be tough for them. I think it's going to be tough with Mahomes looking like he did. Yeah, I, honestly, it's pretty impressive. I was like, I thought he tore his ACL. It looked like it was his knee. And then he was just like hobbling really badly out there, but he somehow found a way. Um, I did bet on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. So we got him at plus 850 back in the beginning. Ah. See, we'll see. And sh- I know it's changed now. Uh, me and Johnny Taccio have a little money on that. We'll see how that one plays out. But they just look 
really good. And I think if there's a team that's going to beat them, it's actually going to be the 49ers. I feel like the 49ers defense is their best asset and the Eagles just won't be able to disrupt Burrow enough to kind of keep up with him, especially with Jalen Hurts being semi-hurt. But I think the 49ers, if they can beat the Eagles, which is going to be a tough if, their defense is really good, like really, really good, and has shown that throughout the season and could be a team that could beat the Bengals on their way there. I completely agree. I was actually about to pull out a not-so-fast, my friend. Uh, Shout-out Lee Corso. Uh, about the 49ers, but I'm just going to keep it in my back pocket. The 49ers defense is fucking incredible. 49ers run game is fucking mind-boggling. And Brock Purdy is is playing really good. You put that all together, the 49ers, I think, are definitely the biggest force to stop the Bengals from repeating. Yeah, they're going into Philadelphia. That's probably, arguably, let's say at least, the toughest environment to play on the road, especially in a playoff game in January. probably is one of the toughest environments to play in in sports. But they can absolutely win that game because they they run the ball so damn well. And it's like, you know, call us old school. Many people do. I know they call the B team old school all the time. But being able to run the football in the playoffs equals, equals Super Bowls. Um, that's right. It, it, running football in the playoffs, as John Madden once said, equals Super Bowls. Uh, and the 49ers can do it. And Brock Purdy, his what the fuck? This guy started seven games ago and he looks like he's been playing the NFL for seven years. He's not making mistakes. He's a good passer. The only time he looked bad in the playoffs was the first quarter uh of their opening game in the downpour rain against the Seahawks. I mean, beyond that, he's played really, really damn good football. And you got a run game and defense like the 49ers do, and I think they can absolutely win this whole thing, stop the Bengals. But, hey, going into the link on uh, Sunday, fucking AFC NFC championship game, it doesn't get any tougher than that. If this was at home, Eagles would be fucked. The Eagles got a shot themselves because they're playing uh, at home. Yeah, I kind of forgot going into the playoffs that they were getting Debo and Elijah Mitchell back. Those guys are nasty, and just Ayuk's been incredible. Purdy, yeah, he's not just a game manager. He's he's really he's good. I mean, we'd see, he is on an absolutely stacked team, but uh, he's looked really good. However, the Eagles also looked really really yeah. good against a terrible team, a bunch of frauds. The uh, the media this week was lying to themselves so much, saying the Giants had a chance in that game. A bunch of people bought into that. They had no fucking chance. They they lost both games to the Eagles. The Eagles were beat up the second time. The Eagles are healthy right now. They were going to kick the fucking shit out of them. So we haven't seen much of a test in the playoffs, but I think the Eagles are really good. And I think this is a, you know going to be an awesome weekend. And it's going to be, if Mahomes was fully healthy, it would be a truly incredible weekend of football. I hope he, he can ha- make it a game. Um but yeah, I think we could we could see it going either way for for both games, and um, pretty pumped to to watch it all unfold. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with the uh, with wanting this weekend to be just magnificent. Because let's take two steps back. Wild card weekend was great. Super wild card weekend. Sorry, it was great. Yep. I mean, look, last weekend of football, it, it was not overall it sucked. very good. It sucked. It, yeah. absolutely sucked. it was not good. It sucked. Yeah, 
it you yeah you could say it it not only sucked it really fucking sucked a lot that was bad football games the yeah. best game was the fucking cowboys yep definitely 49ers? by far it wasn't that good a game it wasn't that good of a game it was by far the best game but it wasn't yeah. that good a game yeah the fucking bit i mean the yeah the bills Bengals man that was disappointment to the max i'm just waiting yeah. for it to get good people and i are watching yeah. just waiting for it the scenes all yeah. set perfectly i don't know if you guys but I, I i skipped skiing on sunday to like i was like i can't go and come back but i want to watch the game it's even earlier for for you guys but and then it was snowing and like i was like oh fuck yeah i made the right decision and then just so quickly i was like oh no like this is this isn't gonna be good we should have we should have gone skiing <laughs> Definitely should have gone skiing. Jerry and I watched all four of these games this weekend together and what amounts to a horrible weekend of football. The thing yep. I'll say is last year, this weekend was maybe the best weekend of football ever. So it yep. was, it, you knew it was going to offset. I knew it was going to happen at some point. I thought it was starting with the wild card, but when you had that um, chargers Jags game, which was a really good game. And then some of the games, I know Monday night one wasn't good, but um, like, you know, the, Vikings game was close. Um, the Dolphins game was close. It was just like more interesting. I felt I kind of thought that this was going to be a letdown weekend and it really proved to be just in all ways. But, um, you know, we what did you have a good time at Candlelight. We did. And if Arturo's listening. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, New listener, Arturo. Yeah. Arturo. Absolutely. Um, and we, like, it was still, you can't fuck up playoff football like i still was totally glued didn't like ever turn a game off watched every minute analyzed everything that the announcer said um and like they can't fuck it up it's just gold nfl is is king but it did i turned off i turned off the saturday night game and i didn't even go out yeah it it was so bad i didn't watch yeah i left at halftime jerry yeah, I had it time. on in the background. I never turned it on again. I, I didn't turn it off. I had to keep watching, but I didn't turn it off. But I wasn't really watching. It still was. I just wanted to like hear who who's voice. Wait, who's our guys now? The, the Fox crew. Can we get them down? Can we talk about the cruise? Was that the yeah, Fox crew? Then? I don't, yeah. is that, was it? No, That's no, because Saturday. Night? No, Sunday was, was the Fox crew. Yeah, their B team Fox crew. Who was oh. that? The, that was Greg Olson and uh, and the other guy. That was Sunday. I'm in Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> yeah. That's their – they're growing on me. I think they're up and coming, and they have a big stage. They're going to be calling the Super Bowl. I agree, Jerry. I think they're up and coming. And what, They're up and coming. Olson pissed me off a lot at first because he was always talking like this. Everything was about here, and you got to build up there. But, you know, he's really settled in. He's offering great analysis. And Hamburger, what's the guy's actual name? Kevin Burkhart. Is his name Kevin Burkhart? Kevin Hamburger's got it going on. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, they could take their 20 mil and run off to ESPN. I think Fox is gonna be okay. I don't like Tarico either. Never been a Tarico guy. Just he seems like falsely excited for it. I don't know. Maybe Uh, he, I think the biggest takeaway of the announcers is that Al Michaels is is toast. He is. He's just fried. He he has come a long way since the miracle on ice in Lake Placid 40, 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so he he has lost it. He's done more than enough. He can yeah. slowly now bow out, have his victory lap. Yeah. Go or not. It. Or maybe just stop. But <laughs> yeah, maybe just call it. I mean, if you listen to some of the old 
uh super bowls like when madden and pat summerall were really old those are the most boring calls of all time that's where uh like that's where we're at right now um so we gotta you know without michaels it's it's like that it's it's just old man not very excited about the game because he doesn't really know what's going on maybe do you think this year did it to him though i mean was it the worst set of thursday night football games i think i think the broncos did it to him i think the broncos might have killed um yeah yeah killed out michaels i think that was like we will own that one for sure you can hang a banner in mile high killed al michaels yeah we'll have the year underneath it his age when he was murdered by the broncos yeah oh god well god did anyone think that that wasn't Demar Hamlin? Should we get into the Demar Hamlin conspiracy theories out there? Or is it too okay. soon for that? Oh my god, I I didn't do it, but I was thinking about checking like super right wing Twitter and about people thinking he's like a crisis actor behind the snow and they're like, yeah, he's not actually out there. Like they got somebody out there. This is all PR. So I that definitely was like on like 4chan and Truth Social, like blowing up for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Snow is coming down. I mean, we were watching him. <laughs> Who is that? I can't see. And they kept trying to force it, just like yeah. a, what a heartwarming image. And then they keep going, like, oh, what a great story. What a great story. And like you can't see him at all. And like, <laughs> all right, is it that great of a story? The guy had a heart attack on the field. People donate a lot of money. That's great. And he's and he's and he's fine. That's that's wonderful. But like at this point now, like we're in the playoffs, he's he's okay. Uh, the Bills got smoked. Like, is this this wonderful story? Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's overhyped. It really, I mean, the Bills, the Bills losing. Um, that, that, yeah, they just, they seem like a team of destiny because it was such an incredible moment and they all came together and it just seemed like they were, if they would have won the Super Bowl, they would have been like the mo- one of the most famous Super Bowl winning teams ever, anointed by the yeah. media, all these things. And then for for how it went down, the snow coming down, you can't see Demar Hamlin in the booth. Yeah, they were getting their ass kicked by the Bengals. Yeah, that came to a unfortunate. Thank thank God he's okay, and, and everything in that sense, so we can and can look at it from from their media buildup because the media buildup absolutely fell on its fucking face. And I like. It totally fell on its face. And I know the NFL is looking for like a positive spin when there's been all this negative stuff going on. But like, you know, the Bengals look like they're dominating the game that Hamlin had the heart attack in. And it's they mm-hmm. kind of got screwed because I think they probably would have won that game and gotten to play at home. But it's kind of I, I kind of was like, I hope they, they deserve to fuck up the Bills because like they're the better team. I think they're going to beat them then. The Bills had the crazy kick returns in their first game back, but they almost lost that game to the Patriots. And then they almost lost to the Dolphins' third-string quarterback, and then they got killed by the Bengals. Like, their team was completely flawed. Maybe maybe if he died, they would have had more to play for, and it would have been more of a team of destiny. But, you know, also, like, yeah, it would have been most fancy was ever, but, like, the guy is – this is a hot take, but the guy's okay, you know? Like, it's not like New Orleans winning after, you know, 3,000 people died in a, in, a, in a hurricane or the Yankees winning after 9-11. Like, come on, he's – He's, kind of, he's up in the booth. He's at the game drinking, having a good time. Is that the B team list that's going next, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to get really tragedies. canceled with that. <laughs> We're going to do DeMar Hamlin on the overall list of tragedies just that have ever happened. Team, and let me tra- tell you, 
feel free to come after me, cancel culture, but he is low on the list of inspiring. <laughs> Vegas, in the, after the shooting, went to the finals and lost. That's bigger than DeMar Hamlin. There's, the list goes on and on of tragedy teams. There's lots of them. There lots are. Of them. I agree with you. I felt like they didn't handle this tragedy team very well. They tried to put the focus on him too much instead of the team. And yeah. That was detrimental for them. It did seem like yeah. it was coming. I mean – I wasn't very confident on the Bills going into that game. They looked Stephon Diggs, even when they played the Bears, who were the worst team in the NFL, that was a close game. It was close. Yep. And that was just such a bad, like they stopped doing what they were good at. Stephon Diggs was really good the first half of the season. Josh Allen was in sync with him. They got other people involved. Isaiah McKenzie was getting touches and they just kind of stopped doing like i don't know what their offense became but it just didn't become good that combined with no von miller and no pass rush they, they just weren't good enough to win a super bowl by any stretch of the imagination this year they were really beat up on d but yeah they they're in that even that bengals game it would be a third and two and they'd throw like a 45 yard bomb and gabe davis like dropped one and it was like okay like he should have caught that but like you also should have just gotten the first down and then done that like it, it's weird weird calls I agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it was, it was, they were just not a very good team. Uh, no. Well, they're they a good team, but they had many flaws. They weren't a, a elite like these four have proven themselves to be. Yeah, sorry, Jerry, can I say one yeah. thing? Yeah. Lamar Hamlin is like a big person on defense, too. That's a problem. I, I'm, you know, when that's your, like, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Well, that was a big loss yeah. for him on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I billion percent got wrapped up in the team of destiny. Uh, I don't even know if I shared this with you two yet, but I actually took, so the money, most of the money I won on the lions money line against the Packers. I took most of that winnings that night and had like a football spiritual moment and invested it all in a bill's future. Not at all. A lot of it in the bill's future thinking like, okay, I'm going to take my good karma here. Let's help the bills. This is their time. Put it here. Um, and then, yeah, it turns out that karma and and spiritual spirituality have nothing to do with what futures I place in my betting, and it's not linked at all. So that all fell completely apart. But I did have a moment where I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to do this for for the Bills, for the team, for to rally around uh, Demar and the, the the city of Buffalo. Um, it didn't work. Yeah, what you're like sixty three bucks didn't <laughs> survive the bills. <laughs> it didn't. It just didn't do it. It was a high emo. It was an emotional night. We just beat the Packers, won the regular season Super Bowl. You know, I was trying to think, what? How can I get back? I was like, how can I get back? Honestly, it was an emotional night to to not make the playoffs. <laughs> not make the playoffs. Kings of the North. I'm surprised it took you this long to get there. Like we haven't potted since the Lions yeah. Super Bowl winner will be Super the Bowl champion team yes. going into the off season. I mean, how are you feeling, man? I you know, I was gonna try and lead off with that, but um Lions look it. good. That's the one thing I'll say, Lee. I will have that they take. do. I agree. They I look agree. good. Yeah. I'm gonna say that they're gonna go win a Super Bowl. I don't think that's in their cards right now. They still need to get better but they look good. Like they no. were fun, entertaining, good football team this year that you could definitely. Yeah, we're, we're on the six year plan. This season actually moved everything up a year. So uh, that was phenomenal. I mean, we finally looked like, okay, hold on. Before I say anything, let me preface all this. 
this is it's going to be very difficult next year uh, because of course now we have the target on our back where everyone's darlings this year. We'll still be darling asking when we're the Lions, <laughs> like we had learning to roar. <laughs> we will still people aren't going to hate us. We'll but still be darling esque. We'll be darling esque this year. We're darlings. Next year we're going to be darling esque. If we make the playoffs, then we're darlings again. But regular season, it all starts there. We're going to be darling esque, and it's going to be tougher. Uh, thank God Ben Johnson is coming back as offensive coordinator. He is a mastermind and has, I think, positioned Jared Goff to have the best season of his career is coming up next year. He's going to have an MVP-type caliber season. Um, and with that, the Lions run game. I mean, so I, I'm about to go position my position. Let me stop. The Lions, high level here, high level. Let's circle back and align. Uh, look like a team the first time that I've ever watched that are not making dumb mistakes to lose games and their opponents are being forced into positions where they're having to make stupid plays or have the opportunity to make a dumb play and end up losing to us. Now that's not a little thing. It might sound like it's a little bit. It's not, it's massive. And the something about how he's built this team really fucking biting kneecaps, playing hardcore. And there's a real there's real grit to, to this team. I mean, did you see his hat? It's a real grit. The Lions look like a team that can hang with anyone, and we still don't have that much fucking talent, especially on defense. We have two first-round picks, another two second-round pick. I mean, we're going to be able to load up our D. The Lions can be very, very fucking good, but I have to not get too excited. That's also the, the conference championship weekend. We don't play for nine months, eight months. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. You got the exact month down. You corrected yourself. I wouldn't have known if it was nine or eight, but glad you're counting. I, 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 I agree. I think they're, I think they're going to be pretty good, but you know, Jerry, they are the lions. We gotta, we gotta keep an eye on it, but it does look like the culture has changed. You're right. A hundred percent. And that winning against green Bay was just fucking massive to go in green Bay. Granted still sucks, but you saw Aaron Rodgers bullshit. You remember the beach shout out Winkler the magic beach where we beat the Packers the first time. I remember that <laughs> everything shifted. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers fucking prick self uh, a month before the game was after, after uh, I think the third or fourth one in a row. And they're like, well, and you have, uh, you play nothing but winning opponents with winning records in the season. And he said, well, there's one team that doesn't have a winning record. And that was the lines at the time with this stupid smug fucking face. Uh, well, that team that doesn't have a winning record does now nine and eight and took the North from you, motherfucker. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I think the Lions are going to be good. I agree. Got to pump the brakes because they're the Lions. But Jared Goff was the what first pick in the NFL draft? For yeah, right. First yeah. or second? Yeah, for uh, one of them. They have so the Lions have so many high draft picks that they've already used too. And some of those players will be at least like Sene. What's the guy from Oregon? Sene Sewell. Sene Sewell. I was going to say Sene Puel. So <laughs> dyslexia <laughs> might be a thing. Um, but Pene Sewell, yeah, he is a prime example of somebody who might not be like all pro, but is going to be very good no matter. And he's just going to be like a pro. good player in the NFL in a position where you need a good player. And it's great to have people. He's going to be the best lineman that's ever played the game, actually. Oh, okay, that might be. He's only 22. Good. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he's the best lineman. We'll see. 
20 years down the line. Thanks for your support, but <laughs> you know what? Fuck the Lions. Nobody likes them. They're gonna yeah, fuck the Lions and fuck Demar Hamlin. <laughs> Terrible. Are you kidding me? We're out here supporting you. You're making outrageous claims like he's gonna be the best lineman. Just saying he's pretty good. Jerry, take what you can get, okay? <laughs> Make the play. Look at this. That's what I was saying, darling, darling esque. Now this is the shit. We're already coming esque, after you. Esque gets. Yeah. Hey, we're ready. Bring it on. I think. S O L. S O L. No, no. It's B N L. <laughs> and then there's a debate. Brand new lines, right? For our fans at home, S O L is same old lions. Our moniker that we use when we usually shit away games. The thing coming out of Green Bay is B N L. Brand new lions actually started to go in, but then within the community, there's some that don't want us to use BNL because then we're empowering SOL and we shouldn't do that. So if we say BNL, then we're acknowledging SOL and we shouldn't even acknowledge SOL. So we need to not say either. I don't fucking care. I'm for BNL. The SOL is legit, real. Trust me, like 17 hearts ago. BNL. BNL. Okay, and that was um, hey. Lions talk. <laughs> well, should we pick some winners? Mm-hmm. Pick yep. some winners here who we think. Uh, I'm doubting that we'll be able to find the time, given our current schedule, that we'll be able to talk after this AFC Championship game. We'll probably have a post Super Bowl episode. Seems about yeah, maybe pre, um, maybe pre. May, you know, maybe maybe we, should, maybe we could get a guest. We'll see if we can get. Yeah. One. Old B team favorites on and get a pre Super Bowl episode with some good stories and good content that way. Um, but let's maybe just in case that doesn't happen, pick some Super Bowl winners too. Lee, I'll turn it to you. Who you got? All right. Championship I games. Got, who you got winning? Let's get scores. I got the, scores. Why not? All right. I got the Bengals winning uh, 27 to 14. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make quick work of the Chiefs. If this is assuming Mahomes is injured, but um, I could uh, see him um, being better. And I'll be wrong, but I'm, I'm picking the Bengals to win by by over two scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am gonna go. Uh, Eagles are going to win uh, twenty-one to seventeen. They're gonna solve Brock Purdy. And uh, then I think that the Bengals will get it done and beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl um, 24 to 23. <laughs> yep. Wow. I like that. I think the Bengals are going to lose to the Chiefs, I just decided. Um, Don't listen to whatever I said 45 minutes ago. Uh, I think the Bengals will somehow beat the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes is going to get some magic going at home, okay? Uh, And they win over the Bengals 31-27. to me a, a great game. And then in the NFC, I got the 49ers beating the Eagles. On the road, because uh, they're that legit, and that score is going to be 27-24. Two really good close games. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> and then Brock fucking Purdy beats Pat Mahomes, creates a serious head-scratching situation on what the 49ers do with Trey Lance next year, 
after Jimmy G, one of the craziest handoffs in quarterback history. Um, but I think the 49ers win the Super Bowl this year on the back of uh, seven-game starter Brock Purdy. Um, Trey Lance is gone. Trey Lance is gone. Trey Lance yeah, is he's gone. gone. He's gone. Yeah. I thought you said Everyone's the video gone. pause or something. Trey Lance is gone. Trey Lance, Trey Lance is, gone. is gone. Go find a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of sucks because you guys picked opposite. So no matter what, I'm going to pick something probably, but I'm not. I'm going the same as Lee. I think that the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs, not by the same score. I think the Chiefs will make it closer than we think, but ultimately I think it'll be a 28-20 to victory for the Bengals. And then I think on the other side, the Eagles are just going to be too much for the 49ers defense. I don't think they've played anyone quite like this. Um, And I could see them, you know, exploiting some of those receiver matchups, even with maybe not A.J. Brown, but some of the other receivers. I think in the Super Bowl, or I need to give a score there. Um, Let's go 24 to 21 Eagles. Weinberg, you writing these down? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, And everyone has to bet on these, whatever it comes out as. So we'll be discussing that next week. (laughs) This this locks you into your weekend bets as well. Um, And then I think in the Super Bowl, the Bengals will beat the Eagles by a touchdown. I'm going to say that game is 35 to 28 high scoring Super Bowl. Wow. Love that. Tend to be. Um, But Joe Burrow and co find a way to get it done. And your Super Bowl champion is none other than the Cincinnati Bengals, which does anyone know? Would that be the first major championship Cincinnati's won as a sports city? Did the Re- the Reds must have won with Pete Rose, right? I don't know. Or, I think the Reds won one in the seventies. Get Rosenberg on it. Nineteen seventy-five. That's my guess. Wow. They have won a total of five World Series championships: 1990, 1940, 1975, 76, and ninety. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Nice. But they okay. won one after that. Then yeah, in seventy-six and ninety. Don't forget okay. about the nineteen nineteen title either. Well, wait. I did they beat the Black Sox? They, they the White Sox threw the game against them. Yeah, wait, that's a good point. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that like that's, the 1990 World Series was the most famous championship ever. Well, no one remembers that it was the Reds. They just remember right. that Shoe, Shoeless Joe Jackson threw yeah. it. But then he shows up in Field of Dreams. Yeah, because people say No, he, he can't. Does he come back to Field of Dreams or he's not allowed? Yeah, it was. That's okay to take away from Field of Dreams. Our producers letting us know that yes, the 1990 Black Sox scandal, um, orchestrated by I believe it was Arnold Rothstein, could be correct or not. We'll get fact checked on that one quickly, but um, was in fact against the Cincinnati Reds. So and yes, it was Arnold Rothstein. I never actually saw Field of Dreams. I only saw the porn parody Field of Screams, which was like a really loud sex, uh, raunchy video. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely keep the headphones in for that one, Lee. Yeah, keep the headphones in for Field of Screams. Is Ty Cobb allowed to go to that one? Or Ty Slob on Cobb was Ty, yeah. on that one. Ty Cobb did not participate in the throwing. He was on the wasn't he on the Tigers, Jerry? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a Tiger. He was known yeah. one of the dirtiest players. That's why I thought he would maybe be in, in this other version. But he's known yeah. one of the dirtiest players in MLB history. 
and would uh, sharpen his spikes. That's all Detroit yep. for. <laughs> when he's sliding in, he take. This should be our one last thing this week. We have to find some old timey baseball statistics. Um, maybe we can put in a little filler music here or something like that. But uh, well, I actually have a lot off the top of my head. I used to be a big uh, baseball weirdo, but uh, I could do uh, my one one last baseball thing is uh, let's see um, the uh, first ever uh, Cy Young winner, I believe, was okay. Maybe not the first Cy Young winner, but uh, there was a pitcher named Charles Old Hoss Radborn who won 60 games in one season uh he has so i think the the record for wins in a season will never be touched because uh old hoss uh has that one uh pretty squirreled away one last thing one last baseball thing uh babe ruth hit more homers than any other team in a season actually he did it twice in two seasons babe ruth hit more homers than any other team in baseball. One last baseball thing. One last baseball thing. Shoeless Joe Jackson's teammate, Lefty Williams, is an often forgotten member of the 1919 Sox scandal team. But Lefty actually had his breakthrough season in 1915 with the Salt Lake City Bees of the Pacific Coast League. Shout Go Bees. Rocky's biggest rival, the Salt Lake City Bees. Go Bees. You heard the AG alien, so back the hell up off. Softly as if I play piano in the dark. Found a way to channel my anger, not to involve. The world's a stage and everybody got to play they part. God works in this Serious way, so when he starts the job of speaking through us, we'd be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay, throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, now throw your hands in the air.